Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome. I'm hoping that this works out and that everybody can hear me. Uh, I, I, I'm really hoping uh, we're still trying to figure everything out here, and we're taking everything one step at a time, but uh, it is nice to be with you, and I have uh, a slew of people already on, and uh, it is nice to be here. Let me make sure that I have, um, make sure I have my, uh, can you hear me, Brandy? I can now, yeah. Hi. You can hear me. I can. Hi, welcome. Um, how are you? <laughs> Thank you. I'm doing well, and yourself? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm still trying to figure all this out. This is all kind of, I'm looking at stuff that's kind of new to me, but I'm getting it, and I'm figuring it out, and that's all that matters. And I want to welcome everybody. This is Taking Center Stage with me, your host, Michael Cagle, and I hope everybody's having a truly spectacular October. I know that's really cheesy. I'm sorry. Uh, but anyway, wah, 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 wah. and um, no, I do. I hope that everybody's uh, enjoying it. My, I'm getting my house kind of semi-decorated, and uh, but uh, there's so much going on, and the weather in Seattle uh, which is where I'm from uh, right now, uh, is amazing. Like, we are having the best fall ever. I'm like, because I'm not a big fan of gray clouds. And uh, the sun popping out has just been amazing. I just, I'm loving it. Uh, today's special guest uh, is uh, a really, really incredible dear friend of mine. And uh, I'm going to do a great interview with her, hopefully. Uh, she is a singer. She's a <laughs> songwriter. She is uh, absolutely incredible. We have been uh, friends, and I've actually been honored to be her vocal coach as well for many, many years. And she is definitely someone that's rising very quickly. Her music is incredible. And I'm going to be talking to the one and only Brandy Wine, who I'm so excited is my guest, but I do want to take a moment and say uh, thank you very much to World Movement uh, Enterprises and I Am Indie that is sponsoring this show, and they're making it uh, possible for me to be doing this. So I want to give a shout out to World Movement, Lamont Patterson, and the entire crew over there, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about World Movement because both Brandy and I are uh, signed artists, and we have music coming out very, very soon from the label. So I just want to say hello to everybody and uh, welcome them to listening. Hopefully, uh, this is going to be a fun show. And I, as I said, I'm just getting used to the format and how to do things and uh, getting pictures up and trying to get music up, all that kind of stuff is 
kind of new to me, still trying to figure out the the behind the scenes stuff. But I've got great guests coming uh, lined up, including uh, someone I'm really excited about. I'll talk about it a little bit later. But today, the focus is on the one and only Brandy Wine, who, um, well, I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi, Brandy. Hi, Michael. Um, yeah, well, at least you're one of the few people who actually can say my name right. So, you know, there's always that. Um, everyone always mispronounces it and says Brandy Wynn, which has, has made me second guess using that name. But you know what? I've been with it for this long, so now I'm stuck with it. Um, uh, I am a vocalist, singer, songwriter, uh, like you mentioned. I am, we will say, from the Seattle area because no one can pronounce the city I live in properly and or knows where it is. Um, but yeah, it's been great. Uh, I did sign with World Movement Records in 2022. And since then have put a nice little lineup together of songs that are going to be coming out over the next year. Um, our holiday slash seasonal songs have already been submitted. So uh, Michael, you have one out there as well. Uh, you have a few actually, don't you have three? I, I do. I, 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 you know, I love, I'm, I'm kind of a geek when it comes to holidays, like, uh, especially, um, especially the Christmas season. I, I've always, since I was a, since I was a little kid, my mom had, uh, always played Christmas music, uh, throughout the house, starting right around Thanksgiving to Christmas. And so those songs are so special to me. They mean so much to me. And, um, uh, yeah, so I've actually I've actually got three that I pounded out this summer uh, with uh, the help of Jimmy Flaherty in uh, in uh, Federal Way Seattle Sound Productions. But yes, you have and you actually have a I guess I would call it for you is more of a seasonal seasonal song. Yeah, yeah, it's more seasonal. I don't I don't really uh, relate to the whole holiday thing. Um, I get but it. I mean, I've done, I mean, I've done, uh, I have Hallelujah, which is a uh, pop rock version, which is already out there. And then, um, there is a version of baby. It's cold outside, whether or not that's going to uh, come out this year, if I can get it mastered in time or next year, we shall see. Uh, but the one that, um, world movement records is going to be adding to their, uh, little seasonal roster is a uh, rock version of jingle bells. And wow. so that that was a lot of fun. And I don't mean Jingle Bell Rock. I just mean a rock version of Jingle Bells. So yeah. So it's not Jingle Bell. So it's not Jingle Bell. Jingle no, Bell. No. No. Jingle no. No. Yeah. Okay. No. So. Yeah. So. Um, wow. But yeah, it's it's been fun. And yeah, we've had great weather. So well, other than the smoke, the smoke's been kind of annoying. It you is. Know, the, anyone the, who sings, the, it's like right. The forest fires. Hey, I've got people. I want to see who's listening to us really quick. Um, uh, first, I, I, I got callers on hold, and I, I, I see your number and everything. Uh, I This is kind of new. I don't know if I should. Let me see who I've got on hold, because uh, it does Just not click. tell What's me. What's the scenario? I'll, I can figure it out and come back if I need to. So. No, no, no. You're fine. We'll get, we'll no, no, no. no you're, you're with me. <laughs> you're with me. Uh, let me see. Hi, caller. Which who is this? Caller. Hello. 
do they have I'm, a mute button on? <laughs> are you there, caller? Okay. I will put this caller on hold, and hopefully it'll pop back up. Uh, I've got one more. Hold on. Hi. You're live. Who is this? Hello? Hello? Hi. Who is this? This is Stan. Stan, hi. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Good. Are you having a good time? Oh, yeah. I'm definitely having a good time. <laughs> you know? All right. <laughs> How about you? I, I, I Look, I'm, I'm figuring this out as, as I go along, but hey, you were here last week. That's so awesome. Oh, yeah. I've got I've got I've got repeat listeners. That's so cool. Um <laughs> anyway, is there anything you wanted to ask Brandy or me while you're on the line? Well, actually, I just wanted to say hi to Brandy since I haven't spoken to her and um congratulate her on the article. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Hi Brandy. Hi, where are you from? Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Oh, so you've got even warmer weather right now than we do. Oh, yeah. yeah it's pretty warm here today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. The nightlife. Gotta hi love it. To you. Okay. Well, thank so you, you guys, sir. I greatly you appreciate it. a good it. interview. All right. Well, thank, thank you. Well, thank have, you, Have sir. fun, but don't mm-hmm. have too much fun. <laughs> okay. Is, is that possible to have too much fun? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. I have pictures to prove that. Um, <laughs> All right, Stan, I'm going to put you on hold hey, and come back and see and see what you got to say. All right. So, Granby, uh, introduce yourself to everybody. For those of us, uh, for those that don't know who you are, why don't you give me kind of a quick backstory of who uh, Brandy, Brandywine is, and let's start at the beginning. What... Uh, what is your uh, what was your catalyst for wanting to sing? Oh, um, well, so like many musicians, uh, music for me was always kind of like my safe spot. Um, I actually grew up in not the best household. Um, it was uh, a, a broken family, and there was um, alcohol abuse, and along with that, oftentimes goes physical abuse. Um, and so my music was my safe space. It was a way for me to get through my day to day, um, relating to songs or other artists, really giving the strength to be able to push forward. Um, and it gave purpose to where I was and what was happening. So, um, and I know it's not always easy to, to talk about those kinds of things, but, um, you know, it, I am a very firm believer in uh, it wasn't my fault that I was put in that situation and it's not other people's faults either. And, you know, it's good to just acknowledge that. So, so did you, okay. So, I mean, cause I, you know, I, I can relate to that story more than, than I'd like to admit because for me, uh, music was always an avenue of that. And, I have I have been really kind of uh, coming to terms with a lot of things. I uh, I I can honestly say that both music and especially uh, 
theater literally saved my life. And I mm-hmm. mean that sincerely. Like, I, it saved my life. Uh, it was just uh, not just a, an escape, but it gave me a place to, well, I guess it gave me, yeah, it gave me a place to feel safe and yeah. creative. And, uh, yeah, if I, if I hadn't had that, I, I would not be alive today. And it, yeah. 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 Well, and music but and theater oftentimes go hand in hand. It does. So did you, so. were you always a songwriter? I mean, did you, did you use music uh, creatively as far as uh, starting to write songs that early or was it just uh, you discovered your singing by other artists? Um, well, so I, my dad was a front man for a band when I was very little. Um, so I've been around music since I was about five years old. Um, I actually started performing on stage when I was six. So that has always been a part of my life. Um, and I actually, my first song was written when I was eight years old uh, and I was living in Cleveland, Ohio, and I entered the state songwriting competition. And I actually ended up winning for the juvenile division. Wow. Um, yeah, it, it was an old song. It was called Stargazer. I don't even really remember much of it anymore. But uh, <laughs> I do remember that was a, a, a bragging factor for my parents for a while. Um, but uh, so I continued to write songs and lyrics. Um, I actually wrote a poetry, a little, you know how kids do those books in school. I did like a poetry book type thing uh, when I was about eight since I had all these song lyrics laying around anyway. Um, my dear friend Jennifer Hepner and myself used to play guitar together and would jam out. Um, she is far better at it than I am now because she kept up with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, music has always just kind of been a part of my life since as far back as my memories go. So that's, I think that's why I was able to lean so much onto it when things weren't going how I wanted them to, or I wasn't having the type of life that I thought other people had. Um, so, and kind of like you, I also ended up straying into, uh, the theater, uh, circuit, uh, did musicals. Um, I was a member of show choir from seventh through my graduation year. Um, and yeah, so, I mean, performance has always been there in some aspect, um, played violin for 14 years. I picked up a little bit of piano, guitar, uh, keys. I was in bell choir. So if it, if it was music, I was just drawn to it because I, I knew that was something that made me happy. That's awesome. I mean, uh, I, 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 obviously because I know you very well, I, I, I see how, you know, in your day-to-day life, how music is so such an integral part of who you are, but it's kind of nice to, you know, some, you know, it's weird because some of the people that I know that have gone through some of, some of their darkest times find that the art that they use or the art that they, that they've have mastered has really given them the strength to to move on 
And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty incredible. Uh, it really is. Well, and without other musicians doing that when I was young, I, I would not have survived my situation. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a prime example of where, you know, the system failed. Uh, we had okay. child services, you know, come multiple times, but when you schedule something, it's really easy to, you know, fake them out. And um, okay. my, uh, one of my teachers at one point even tried, tried getting involved and tried recording everything and tried helping. Um, and he was actually told, shut up and don't make waves by the school board. So that's, I mean, that no. was kind of the era back then. You don't talk about it. You push it under the rug. Um, so really, if it was not for those singers and songwriters and bands that had been there, gone through it and were able to express it through music, I really wouldn't have had anyone to turn to. So I I really owe, owe those musicians, you know, my, my life in a way. So So who, who, who was a, who was an artist that you could always count on as far as their music to to lift you and support you? Oh, my gosh. Well, so my biggest idol, which you know, uh, (laughs) um, she was just such a strong, amazing, talented woman. Um, She came from a similar situation, but it was even worse back then. Um, But she was able to be so strong and so resilient, and she made such a beautiful craft out of everything that she had been through and her songs were always so powerful and uplifting and um, I could always always count on on her stuff to help me whether I was angry or sad or you know if I had a crush on someone I mean it didn't matter that woman covered it all Um, so she was my definitely my primary go-to and that's who I really wanted to be like um, especially when I was younger growing up she's who I emulated my singing style after um, outside of that, then came other groups like, um, Mariah Carey is another one I've always really admired, uh, Whitney Houston, um, uh, I, the Carpenters, um, I listened to a lot, mostly because of my parents, but it's funny, the different genres of music, you just learn to appreciate different aspects of it, and then you yep. kind of grow and pull from it. So, uh, really, I don't think there was ever an artist I didn't like, but those were my faves. So, were you always aware? I mean, it's one thing to it's one thing to love music and and be inspired by music and and have it around you, but were you always aware that you could sing? I had an idea. Um, <laughs> it was something I really, really wanted to do. Um, and, uh, I mean, I had a few missed opportunities when I was younger, which, you know, but then I wouldn't have met great people like you and some of my other close friends and family, um, or people I consider family now. Um, so, you know, God has a plan. It's, it's always timed how it needs to be. But, yeah, I, I mean, I used to uh, help other people inquire and, and things like that. I don't know if I ever thought I was great. But I knew I was at least decent. Um, even now, though, I don't like listening to the sound of my own voice, even on my own recordings. 
And wow. I know that's probably really weird from someone who's pursuing being a singer, but yeah, I, I hate it. I love listening to the instrumental, but as soon as my voice comes on, I'm like, can we turn that down for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll just say there are many people that wish they had that voice, and and I sincerely mean that. You're um, you're surprisingly you're one of the cleanest singers. I know. And, and what I mean by that is um, I know you're, you know, you, uh, one of the areas that you enjoy singing and, and you consider yourself is, you know, more of a rock kind of singer, but your Mm -hmm. voice is so clean and so pure and it has a lot of, it has a lot of soul in it. Like you, your, um, your influence from some of the artists that you had mentioned, it's very, very obvious because your runs are natural. Your, your sense of uh, embellishment is really clean, but even when you're up in the stratosphere, uh, you have something that a lot of people don't that uh, you're, it's kind of like listening to Steve Perry for a guy you know, he just hits his Thank you. Yeah, you know, because he has his astronomical range for a guy, but his notes are pure. The higher he gets, he just gets cleaner and cleaner. And it's the same thing with you. It's just like, I'm like, ah, that, it's amazing to me. So, uh, <laughs> yes. I got a call. Hey, let's see who this is. Oh. Uh, I, I have no clue. They don't tell me who this is, so it could be it could be Mariah Carey. I don't know. Hold on, we'll check. <laughs> Ava. Hey, what's Hello. going on? Hello. Hey, it's Ava. Hi. I told you. Hey, baby. <laughs> Busy and always on the go. <laughs> Good. I just actually I just actually got dropped off and arrived in downtown Seattle. I'm going to okay. be heading towards the Space Needle because of uh, that concert tonight. Pet Shop Boys and the Order. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's right. Talk, that's about, talk right. about another diva around town. <laughs> yeah. This, this boy here can sing, too. I've heard him. Oh, yeah, yeah you've heard me, and so has Michael. <laughs> I still have a range, despite what other people have said. And don't listen to the haters. Yeah, if people you are know saying, what? I'm starting to learn. If people give negative comments, it means you're doing something right. You know, so. I, and that's true. I, 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 I know people that you know hate Celine Dion. You know, which like I've done do. her songs plenty of times. And I still just, do in the karaoke bars. I still do. Okay, and, but once I figured out, once I figured out, there are people that hate. Someone like Celine Dion or Whitney Houston, if they can hate them, then it's okay if people hate me. Because you know what? Everybody's exactly. taste is going to be a little bit different. So, so thank you for listening to the show. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I actually have been. I've been actually listening in the background while like walking around downtown Seattle. Still enjoying this beautiful weather. The weather's amazing. I'm. I. I I'm. I, it's my wish. I just, I wish it would stay like this. Oh, I just, I dread the clouds rolling in and 
but uh, yeah, I'm excited. The weather has been really, really good. So, uh, do you mm-hmm. have a question for either Brandy or me? Uh, both. It's like, how do you do know that singing was your like real big passion? It's like your primary passion, your bed, bread and butter. Was there like a point Michael in your life where first. it just feels like? <laughs> wow, you know, um, I. I have always wanted to sing and um, didn't really think that I could. And in all honesty, I was not very good when I first started out. I, I wanted to do it so much though. I, I'm, I'm a prime example of persistence, but I have always been drawn to like theater. I'm like, I, I did my first show when I was five years old and I was, I was little Jack Horner and sat in the corner and stuck his finger in a pie kind of thing. It was a little musical based on nursery rhymes. And so I was mm-hmm. five and they literally cast me as little Jack Horner because every time I was in a group number, I would push my way to the front and belt out as loud as I could. And they're like, no, you I gotta keep so you doing that. They're like, <laughs> they're like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm doing my thing, and they're like, okay, we've got the perfect character for you. So my first character at five years old was Little Jack Horner, and Aww. from that moment on, I knew, I knew I loved the stage, and I loved, I loved the way it made me feel. Uh, even to this day, I am never more comfortable and more, uh, more feel safe than, than when I am on stage somewhere. It, it has stayed with me my entire life. But singing mm-hmm. probably, um, I think probably when I started getting into high school, uh, really discovering my voice was important. And from then on, it's been, it's been my primary thrust. Randy? Um, yeah, and I can, I'm, a, I'm kind of the same, kind of the same story, oddly enough, um, except not the theater and trying to push to the front since I was kind of shy. But um, my uh, my dad, when I was when I was six, uh, snuck me into a bar that his band was performing on um, at, and he got me up on stage. And uh, after the end of that one song, I just looked out and I saw all those cheering, happy people and. The adrenaline rush I got from it, I was like, yeah, I want to do this the rest of my life. This is cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> back then, I didn't realize, you know, how hard it was going to be or how much work. But um, right. that was, I think that was my initial fix. But as I got older, I just realized I couldn't even go a day without singing. I mean, it was all, it always had to be there, much to my family's annoyance. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, you know, oh, you know, when you're little, you don't sound the same as when you're grown. So, um, like, I had this really high, squeaky voice uh, when mm-hmm. I was young. I'm still a coloratura, but, man, I had, like, another half an octave on me, and that's where I used to Ooh. sing all the time. My family oh. hated it. I swear my dad used to pay me to shut up. So, uh, <laughs> Here's your uh, allowance money. <laughs> Yeah, here, here, go do something, please. Oddly enough, that happened when I first started violin, too. Huh. Anyway, um, the, uh, yeah, so it was, you know, it was just always there. And as I got older, that was my leaning point. I did show choir. I did theater. um, 
so yeah, and I, I even uh, my my fallback plan was I went to school for music education so I could be a choir teacher. So I knew it was going to be there in some aspect. Mm. Well, thank Let's you, see. Ava, for for calling and keep listening. And uh, if All you right. stay on, I, I might I might hit you back up. But if not, okay. uh, enjoy the rest <laughs> of the show. And thank you for All your right. support. I really do. Oh yeah, that. I love you both. I- I okay, love you both. Well, let me stream some of that concert so I can live through you. I want to see it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Technically, I cannot film the concerts because I'm actually going to be working oh. there. Yes. Oh, okay. Never oh, mind. Wow, okay. I don't want to get you. I know. I know. I know. It's, but it is what it is. Well, but have, it's okay. Have lots of fun. Huh? Have, lots, mm-hmm. have lots of fun. All right, Amber. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much, bud. Talk, talk to you soon. Mwah. Bye, baby. All right. Bye, bye. I'll be on the background for a while. Okay. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> right. Ah, that's so funny. We have, a, you know, and I, I, I know. I, I literally tell people this all the time. I feel so humble because I, I literally have the most talented friends anyone could ever ask for. Like. I there's never a chance for me to feel like like I'm the best singer in the world or to get an ego because my friends are just ridiculously talented. And oh um, man, yeah, Seattle will keep you humble, that's for sure. Seattle and you know Vegas and my friends in Nashville and my friends and actors and on the East Coast and like I've got it's just our well a lot of my friends are your friends and they're they're just my facebook page is constantly filled with people that are just you know singing or performing and or drawing or or uh, writing books that i just my, my i my list of friends is just ridiculously talented um i did mm-hmm. want to say well like uh, draws like huh like draws like, yeah. You you attract people you're similar to. So. I, I oh I would uh, that's quite a compliment because I I literally I literally am always in awe of what my other friends are doing and what they're achieving and how they're succeeding and I just like it's so inspirational to me because I really I I I know how hard it is uh, to succeed in in a business that especially anything that has to do with performing or creative arts it's such a difficult path uh, to succeed and to see so many of my friends just constantly uh knocking the door down and 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 achieving goals is you're an inspiration to me you know uh you're so resilient well you are you're so resilient in every it seems like like everybody else, you know, uh, you've had your share of ups and downs and, and life's tried to throw things at, at you. And yet you've kind of stood there and said, bring it on. And I, I told you this before. I feel like you're one of the most resilient people I know. And, you know, well, you have I just... guess an, another word for that is stubborn. So. <laughs> Okay, I I can I can go with that. 
yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've literally seen you hold on and believe when there was nothing else you could do. And then all of a sudden, it opened up. Things just happened, and yeah. they opened up for you. I've got another call. Uh, this is so cool. All right, let me see if I can do awesome. I think I'm getting this right. I think I'm doing this well. <laughs> All right. Hello. Hello, caller. Are you there? Hello? Okay. Hello? Some people are showing. Yeah, hello. Oh, there we go. Hi. Hi. This is Olivia. Hi! It is so nice <laughs> to meet you. I was calling in to listen to the show. Oh, okay. Well, I will let you do that. Um, but it's so nice. Olivia uh, is one of the important uh, behind-the-scenes uh, movers and shakers at uh, World Movement Records and World Movement Enterprises, and She's, uh, wow, she's got a heck of a job. So it is awesome to, it is awesome to meet you. Same here, same here. Okay. Do you have any mm-hmm. questions for us or are you just kind of listening and? No, I don't have any questions at the moment. I, I was just calling in to listen to the show. I oh know my it was gosh. a fantastic well, show last week. I heard that one. And oh, I was calling so in, you know, to listen to this one. Mm-hmm. Well, well, thank you, and uh, and a, a personal thank you. Thank you for everything that you've done, all the letters that you've written me, and all the advice and 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 help uh, for me getting things going. Uh, I, I really do respect and appreciate what you do, and I thank you for for taking the time to to uh, help me achieve my goals. Well, thank you, and you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, like, yep. likewise. And thank you for understanding my very bad grammar in my emails. <laughs> <laughs> it is no problem, no problem. <laughs> well, Olivia, thank you. I'm going to put you on hold, but I'm going to come back in a little bit. If you uh, if you feel like jumping in, that would be incredible. But I do hope you enjoy the rest of the show, sweetie. Okay, thank you. Thank you. All right, so let me check this one. Isn't this fun? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, and in my defense, some of those emails are sent at like 1 a.m. because that's when you right. have time. So. Hi, caller. Hey, You're there? on. Are you there, sir? Hey, family. Hey, family. Huh? Oh, I think I know that hey, voice. F- hey, family. <laughs> Who's this? I don't know. It's just just the oddest thing. This guy is just practically on the phone. How is that to be? It's a miracle. (laughs) Who is this? Well, uh, let me see him, Elmo. I just rolled in just to check out the show because I heard it was going on. How about that? (laughs) All right. I'm I'm at a loss. Who is this, Brandy? Hey, Brandy, hey, Brandy we're gonna have to do something to that guy. I, I I don't know what's wrong with him. Uh, 
I guess he just doesn't pay attention when uh, when when you're asking him stuff on the phone. It's okay. We'll we'll figure it out. Yes, yeah, it's, it, it's okay because we know that the elevators don't go to all the floors. So I got wait, it. I got it. You know. I've been knowing this guy too, too, too long, so I, I just learned how yeah. to deal with him at times. I mean, oh. just, just roll with it. It's okay. Oh. You're not in like hey, five hey, minutes. Don't be like, ah, oh, dang. Hey, 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 Brandy, you know how they used to, like, make little bad kids go sit in the corner on a chair and stuff? O2O, yes. <laughs> All right. Wait a minute. And I, I should just mute uh, him because it's going to get terrible. But uh, on the phone is the one and only yeah, Mr. Because... Ron Patterson. Hello, sir. <laughs> I was just trying to find out if me and Brandy were still talking about you yet because it started to get fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So no one's just not going to as everybody knows, Mr. Lamont Patterson is the CEO and uh, of both World Movement Records and World Movement Enterprises, and uh, he is actually uh, one of the big sponsors for my show here, and so I want to thank him for that. Woo-hoo! But yeah, I know, right? It's so nice. Yeah. Uh, anyway, are you enjoying? Are you enjoying the show? Oh, yeah, man. It is great, man. I've just been laying back and listening to the show, man. He's laughing at you guys, man. But you're doing what you're doing, and you're doing it well, man. Um, as I have been for, for many years, man, I'm still I'm proud of you guys. You know what I mean? What has it been, 20, 30 years now? I know it's been a bunch, but... <laughs> it's not that long. <laughs> hey, no, no, no giving away ages here. Come on. We, we did, well, well, First rule of advertising, never give up your age. We we did. Hey, Brandy, Brandy, if, if I didn't know, if I didn't know, we didn't look good. I wouldn't do it, but I know we look fantastic, so I don't have an issue with that. You know, it, 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 it's hard work being drop dead handsome, just so you know. You know. All oh my all right. god. Uh, yeah, we uh, didn't. We we met in two thousand nine or two thousand ten, right? Yeah, it was a while ago. It was a while, yeah. You were, you uh, you put on, you put on great events back then. Uh, you were definitely someone that was way, way, way ahead of your time, especially in the Vegas area. What you were wanting to do and what, and I'm, I'm so glad. You, like we talked about last week, I'm so glad you moved to Los, uh, Los, back to Los Angeles, and really just things just have really taken off for you because you've been able to just do the things you've been wanting to do. And uh, you're just impacting people. And so it's, it's awesome to see. It really is. Well, that's, it's truly a blessing, man. And I have to constantly give it to big boy upstairs, man, and try to stay grounded and stay prayerful. But I do quit every day just so you guys know that. <laughs> well, I'm glad you rehire yourself. <laughs> I, I rehired myself the next day because I mean I don't know what else to do, man. You know, is this, is this a blessing or is it a curse? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it can uh, become you wear a lot of hats. Yeah, yeah, but I got a big head too, Brandy. 
You know, you, you see, you see my, you see, you see my hair. Those are all my antennas. Ah, okay. Well, see, that makes so much more sense now. That's yeah, why you're all my antennas. All opportunities to you. You just sense them from everywhere. Mike, when you, I mean, Michael, you when still... you gonna play some? When when you gonna play some music, Michael? Okay, look. So here's here's the issue. I I I don't Uh-oh. know if I I don't know if I did it right. Uh oh. Okay. Like, well, okay. So but, I'm gonna wait. Uh, all right. So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try something and just see if if it worked. I because I uploaded it and then I couldn't find it and then I'm like, oh, uh, maybe this isn't working and maybe I am dumb. But uh, I don't think. I just don't know if I I did it right because I'm I'm looking at all the music and I can't can't find mine. So, yeah. Well, I think if at the very at the very top you should be able to type in the title and it'll come up if you did it right. Well, I'm hoping. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm gonna try this. All right. I've never done this before. I've never put any sound out. I'm going to just see um, if it works. And then if it does, I'm going to be, like, really uh, amazingly happy. Ready? (laughs) Here we go. Let's go. Here we go. Gotta find my Everything has its time. Show me your reason and I'll soon show you a rhyme. Cats sit on the windowsill, children sit in the snow. Why do I feel I don't fit in anywhere I go? Rivers belong where they can ramble. Eagles belong where they can fly. Where my spirit can be free Gotta find my corner Of the sky Every man has his daydreams Every man has his goals People like the way dreams Headset for some reason. I'm not sure why, but other than that, it was uh, good. Because I was, I it, it had a, I think it has a fader on it. So yeah. Ah, okay. We'll go down, ah. go down with the fader. <laughs> yes. I, I went the wrong direction. <laughs> so right. everybody knew it. I'm sorry. Sunday. Okay, so now I know how to do that. Okay. I, I guess I did it correctly. Yes. Yay. So. Yes, I know. So now, now when I have guests that sing, hint, 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 they can give me their tracks in advance, hint, 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 and then we can play their music during the show. <laughs> hint, 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 hint. 
<laughs> you can play their music after after they're off the radio because, uh, like I said, I don't like hearing my own voice. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's so weird because, you know, um, I I know how hard it was for me to get where I'm at. Like, I put I, – I don't know. Some people are, like, born where they can just – you know, they – they they've always had that like natural kind of gift and they just and for me I had what I think was called natural desire and I was too stubborn because I loved it too much that I forced myself to get better but even to this day I don't consider myself a great singer because I I work so hard and I listen to so many other people that do things that I, that I just admire and love that I, I don't, you know, I, I'm not somebody that thinks that I, I'm a really great vocalist. I think I, I okay, think well, I know what to off, do. But... We'll, we'll start with saying you are, you are phenomenal. I mean, ah. you start singing when we go out and the whole place shuts up and stares. So I don't want to hear it. Um, but I mean, it's it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think it's good to stay humble and, you know, remember where you started, where you're from. Yep. Um, you know, no matter how good anyone is at anything, there's always going to be someone better somewhere out there. So oh, yeah. it's best to just be grateful and everybody get along and try to support each other. I agree. You know, I, I nothing makes me happier than, you know, um, seeing someone that I really believe in achieving their goal and knowing that they put the time and, you know, I, yeah, I, I kind of laugh because, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I like watching things like the voice or American idol. And, but it always drives me nuts when you find someone that's like 14 or 15 years old and they're crying because they've wanted this their entire life. And, and I'm like, you know, yeah, eight years ago you wanted the newest Barbie. Be over the age of be over the age of forty and have doors slamming in your face or or sing for an audience of ten and then to yeah. end but still go for it and still have that desire and that dream and then tell me you've you've wanted this your entire life. Um and I, yeah. I'm not slamming well, young I'm not slamming young talent. That's not that's not what I meant. It's just that you know, at there's a difference between someone who has worked their entire life and and really paid their dues and could have given up, but they stayed in the fight, and someone that you know is cute and adorable at you know 14 or 15, and everybody goes, oh, they're so marketable, and listening to them going, oh, I wanted this since I was what, 12. Mm-hmm. Well, and then those are the ones, unfortunately, that. I mean, I think there should be a precedent and not to knock little kids. There's a place for all ages in music. It's meant for everybody. You know, Disney's always going to have movies and whatnot that they're going to need singers. But um, like the real music market that's out there on radio and, and TV and whatnot, I really think you need to be an adult before you're exposed to that. Because that's why you get so many kids that can't handle it. And then they're super young, like 17, 18, and they're turning to alcohol and drugs and because it, they just can't it, handle the pressures that come along with it. 
it is, you know, I, 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 and I, you know, mainly because I'm over the age of 40, but I, I kind of resent being told that I'm washed up because I'm, you know, I'm not 18 because I think there's a lot, there's a lot of experience and a lot of uh, wisdom that you gain. And I think, I think I'm a better singer now than I have ever been in my entire life. And Mm -hmm. I think to, to discard anybody um, just because they're not a certain age span is, is terrible because (laughs) there's, there's just a wealth of, I mean, I look at Tony, you know, I got to see Tony Bennett when about, Oh my gosh, 10 years ago uh, in Vegas. And he still sang like he does, like he did when he was younger, and in some ways even better. And mm-hmm. but yet nobody would ever, if he wasn't Tony Bennett, nobody would ever walk across the street to see, you know, uh, an unknown eighty-year-old person singing standard. <laughs> they just wouldn't, right. you know. They're not right. gonna. But but talent to me. If you take care of your instrument, if you're still passionate about it, if you still have that drive, you know, and you're you're still always wanting to improve, I think that talent doesn't leave you at a certain age, and 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 it do- definitely doesn't make you uh, unmarketable or unwelcome. I just think people are scared. I think I think an American Idol with people over the age of forty would be huge. I mean, I'd watch that. I'd probably watch it more than I would with, you know, some of the other other acts that they pull in. But um, yeah, like I said, I, I, think, what do you think? I think everyone what do you has think, their Lamont? place. But Lamont, I think you lost him. I, I think we lost Lamont. <laughs> he ran. He ran. I think he ran away. Um, well, he's probably got to get to a movie set or something. Knowing him, I mean, come on. Oh yeah, yeah. That man. That man is, does like ten he, things at once. So, Brandy, what is what is? Let's talk about your your upcoming. This is going to be this is going to be a big year for Brandy Wine. It is. It's it's exciting, but it's also a little bit scary. <laughs> okay. Um, it um not scary as in like I don't want to do it. Scary as in what what after. I, I guess it's one of those things like when you, when you reach the point where your dream starts to come true, then you kind of got to alter that dream a little bit. And uh, okay. that, that part's a little, a, a little intimidating because then you got to aim even higher. Um, but yeah, no, um, it, I mean, it's been great the past couple of years. Um, my stuff's been getting airtime. Um, it's more popular over in Europe than it is here, but um, you know, I've gotten radio play and, I get a lot of good feedback from followers and fans. Um, my Spotify has started to take off. Uh, but, yeah, so this year will be the first time I'm going to release something under an actual label. Um, so, you know, I've, I've set the bar that much higher because I, I want it to be a good representation um, for the brand, especially since, you know, they were the ones that, that are giving me my shot. And like you said, there's a lot of no's. There's a lot of you don't look the right way, you don't, you're not the right age, you don't, you know, you don't have this or that or, um, and uh, 
in the music industry, you know, that's, that's just a reality. Um, but so we've been recording a couple songs, um, one of which we've been working on the past four months, um, which is a upcoming rock cover of the song Never Enough um, that originally debuted in The Greatest Showman. Um, it, it was just such a beautiful song and it had such powerful lyrics, but nothing was really done with it outside of the movie soundtrack. So I wanted to, to see those writers get some more exposure uh, for, you know, what they created. And so I went forward with that with uh, Iron Grove Studios. Uh, Tyler Mays is my producer over there. And, uh, you know, we've really been really picky about our tracks and, uh, then came the part where we're like, well, we, you know, if we're going to make something this big, we really should collab with someone. Uh, and that's where we went in and we reached out to um, Robert Fisher, uh, the uh, rock and roll inductee and, you know, found one of the founders of Heart because he's an amazing guitarist. And I mean, to my pleasure and surprise, he was on board. So um, we have him as the featured guitarist for the song that's going to be coming out. And I'm just, yeah, super, super excited about it. Um, I, I can't wait to, to get that out there and get ears on it. It's been really hard because I get a little bit of a sneak peek, um, having been there and getting to approve tracks. And I have to sit there going, no, don't send it to anybody. Don't send it to anybody. I can do this. Don't send it to anybody. It's got to come out all at once. Well, with the exception of you, but shh, don't tell other people that. I know. I, um, I, I, I got to say <laughs> I, I gotta say, I got a, I got a, a. I don't want to say it's rough draft, but it, by any means, but it was like a first. It wasn't. First it wasn't finished, mixed, mixed and mastered. Right. It, yeah. It, and it is outstanding. Um. I. I. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of your voice, anyway. But the. The way you navigated the original and then put your spin on it and allowed, you know, this, it's, it is really incredible. And um, he really delivered on the, on the guitar solo. Uh, It felt so it felt so organic and like right there in the moment and just, it just, it's a great, honestly, it's like, the only thing I can say is it reminds me of when you listen to beat it and then you hear these, you know, Michael Jackson had an amazing voice, whatever, whatever you want to think about, whatever Michael Jackson could sing his face off. And he you know, he, his vocals on Beat It were outstanding. But right there in the middle of that, you got Eddie Van Halen doing his thing that he does so well. And it just, the collaboration between the two makes that product just stand out. And I am so excited. I really am so excited for people to hear this cover because I think it's, it really encapsulates who you are as a brand and mm-hmm. what you're capable of doing. It's, it really is incredible. Well, and it's, I mean, I was so excited too, because Roger Fisher is such a talent. And it, again, it just goes back to that whole age does not define you. 
this man has been playing God knows how long. I believe he's he's pushing 70, but he has got some of the best guitar skills. I mean, yep. he, that boy can move still. It's, like, impressive. Um, and he knows his way around the studio. So, you know, it. he just – he is – still such a viable, um, you know, asset to the music industry. And I'm so excited to be able to show people that again. Because I know he's kind of taken a little bit of a break recently from music. So hopefully this will kickstart his butt and get him out there touring again, too. That would be awesome. So what is your timeline? I know that, well, both of us, as we've said, we we all have, quote, holiday, you know, seasonal uh, releases coming out through Wolf Movement, and mm-hmm. but then what? What? What does your 2023? Wow, can't even believe I'm saying that. What is your 2023 <laughs> looking like? Um, so 2023, I've got three uh, other singles that will be getting released. Um, awesome. And again, I've been I've been kind of taking the singles approach. Um, from my standpoint, um, people don't have the same attention span as they used to. So that's kind of why I think some of these, like, shuffle programs and things have been invented. No one really sits there and listens to a 10-song album by the same artist in a row anymore, now thanks to technology. So I would prefer to get one out at a time and really, you know, get it the limelight and show what it can do. And then in a couple more months, then I'll put out another one and, um, that way they continue to, to pile up. And at some point I might, you know, combine them all into one platform, like an album type thing where people can just have one download and be done with it. But um, I'm not in any real hurry to go that route. Um, just so, and that also gives us more time to, to uh, market and uh, advertise the releases, which is part of the fun of it really. Yeah, this is this is so weird because we're both old enough to remember when uh, there wasn't such thing as streaming, you know. So people had to go yeah. to things called the mall and <laughs> pick up, you know, either a CD Camelot or records. right. And I'm just like, I, and you know, I, I mean, I love the ability of streaming, and I think it's, I, I think it's really. Uh, a cool way for people to get music into the hands of their fans and their listeners quickly. But it's kind of like every now and then I love the hard copy. I love owning, right. owning a CD that that's tangible. It's kind of like uh, getting a book on your phone and reading it on your phone or g- going down and purchasing a book and being able to turn the pages. You know, and to feel right. Well, and go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say, and vinyl is making a comeback now too. Vinyl's cool again. Vinyl is wow, and it's expensive. Wow, it is. Oh my goodness, yeah, I looked into it. It is super expensive to produce vinyls. Um, but I've already had people reaching out requesting it, and I'm like, you're 17. Why are you requesting? How do you even know what that is? No, it's, I guess, it's, yeah, it's a, well, it's a new know, thing again. It is. Uh, in fact, I, we went to we went to Best Buy, and I started laughing because uh, Jason said to me, "Hey, uh, you want to buy a <laughs> you want to buy a record player?" And I'm like, "What? 
wow. You know, because it's just, it's just weird, you know, but everything old is new again. I just, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's one thing that Lamont probably has seen out of all three of us has seen the most is how music and the way it gets into the hands of their fans or into the ears of the fans has drastically changed. You know, um, some people have said streaming killed the music industry, you know, uh, but I'm not really sure. I, I, I guess that's something I will have to ask him, but it is different, you know, it's, um, because I've even had people say to me, Hey, um, are you going to have, are you going to have a CD with your, you know, with your Christmas music coming out? And I'm like, ah, I don't think so. Cause nowadays yeah. well, it, it's, huh? It's expensive. It's expensive now. I mean, and you, there isn't, there isn't really money to be had anymore, especially with streaming services. I mean, if you think about it, you get paid 0.006% of a cent play yeah so i mean going in with that factor you don't make music because you expect to make money at it you just can't so if you don't love it you're not going to survive the long haul right and Um, yeah i mean tv and film being the exception yeah i've heard i've I've heard the rules on that is is and once again that's something i know lamont knows a lot about because he's you know he's very seriously involved with a lot of motion picture and TV uh, music and placing songs. And so I'm sure that's pretty accurate, but um, I got to say one of the biggest thrills of this past year was, and it came on my Facebook feed. So I started laughing and I'm like, wow, what a year, but uh, a year ago yesterday, uh, you gave me the first, rough, rough draft of our duet. It hadn't been mastered yet. (laughs) It hadn't been mastered yet. It was like, this is kind of, and and such, we started the process of, can we do this? What do we do here? And how do we do this? But it's been a year since um, the the very first uh, rough draft was presented to me. And you know, I, to this day, I think the song is outstanding, and uh, I am really forever humbled and thankful for the opportunity to work with you. Uh, I, it was so, for you to ask me to to jump on the project was incredible, and then the entire experience was wonderful. You, you're so unselfish, you know, like you're just. <laughs> No, you really are. Um, you know, Unless you have there's amazing... ice cream involved, then it's a different story. Huh? It's what? Unless there's ice cream involved, then ice cream, then there's a different story. <laughs> okay. But you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that something does happen with that song. I'm hoping that you know it finds its way into some kind of lifetime movie or or something because it really is a. It's a really good, every now and then you capture a feel in a recording. And I think you recognize this as well as virtually anybody that's gone in the studio. Every now and then you just capture a moment that's hard to define. 
or describe, mm-hmm. but it works. And there's yeah. just some, there was something that really connected in that duet. And, you know, um, I really hope that somehow it gets a resurgence and finds its way, you know, to to the powers that be that, you know, can move it forward. Because I know, I know World Movement was happy with it and they've done a great job as far as getting it out there. I just, I hope, I hope that there's someone that does hear it or something down the line where it's just, it's, it's a great, and it's not because I'm singing on it by any means. It's just, <laughs> there's, there's, it's just that there's a great feel there. It's like a completed moment. And that's, I, I, I just think, I think there's, there's a lot there. So, but I did want to thank you for the opportunity again, because it, it, like I said, it came on my Facebook page and I thought, Oh my gosh, it, this has been the wildest, you know, 12 months I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah, no, thank you. I mean, you, you did me the honor of coming in and being willing to do that with me. Um, You'd be surprised how many people they could be phenomenal singers and say this is what they want to do, but then you invite them in studio to actually do it, and they want nothing to do with it. Um, And that's that's always one of the hardest things is watching someone who has a lot of talent, but then they're not willing to push forward or try to do anything to move forward with that talent, um, even though they say they want to. So, um, I mean, you you did me a solid because it it needed that second perspective. Um, You know, the the song is obviously about about a breakup, but having both the female and the male perspective in the song where you can tell with the song, it was a horrible miscommunication. There was like a a lapse, Mm -hmm. Um, but the end result was still the same, that one didn't want to talk to the other and it was ended. Um, that, that couldn't have been portrayed without having you, having your input. And I mean, you even helped tweak the, the vocals and the lyrics a little bit. And, um, so yeah, I mean, uh, Lindsay Varensky did a great job. She was the one who, uh, originally wrote the song and allowed us to, uh, to re to record it and figure all that out. Um, but you know, it wouldn't have been what it is without your, your help and your time ah, that you so put sweet. into it. So, yeah. It, it was. It definitely was a high point this year, and listening, <clears throat> having the opportunity to jump in the studio with you and and do my thing. And you like you laid out such a such an interesting roadmap of of where to take the song. And and you know you made me disciplined because it was um, the integrity of the song and the feel of the song was so well established uh, that it it wouldn't have made sense for me to be all over the place vocally uh, because then it would have just been a distraction. So it just, it was But you do that very well. I tried. I love having them. But yeah, you got to find spots where they fit. (laughs) I tried. No, it was great. It was great. So, yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to hopefully someday working on another one with you, and because um, I, I, sure. I think you know I know people say that this often, but 
every now and then you work with someone and there's just a really good chemistry there. And um, when you work, when you get to work with someone who's all about the finished product and about the message and about creating a four minute experience, it really allows you to grow as an artist because you have the freedom to, to take some chances. And, and um, I think that's what happened. I really do. So I'm going to see if Mont is still here. You're so welcome. Let me see if he's still here. Hello, sir. Are you still there? Hello. I'm pretty sure he's back. I'm pretty sure he's back on set somewhere. Yeah, I think so. All right. So you're listening to Taking Center Stage with Michael Cagle. That's me. And if you'd like to call in, grab a piece of paper and a pen. And the number is 347-308-8747. That's 347-308-8747. Love to hear from you. If you have a question for either myself or my incredible special guest, Brandy Wine, uh, give us a call and we'll put you on the air and love to hear what you guys think and what, what's going on in your heads. And um, yeah, so um, never, so never enough should be released. Do you, do you have a release date in your head of, when that one's gonna gonna be uh, available? Yeah, as long as everything goes well, we're looking at early December 2022, um, and then we'll have wow. our follow-up single in uh, January of 2023. So wow, so you're depending gonna, on how so well you, it does. Okay, so uh, wow, I didn't know that it was gonna be that early. Good for you. Okay, well, I, again, I, I, I it's, it's fingers crossed. <laughs> Okay. Things can um, always go well, wrong last minute, but that's what we're aiming for. Okay. I saw the and I saw the artwork. I loved the artwork. Amazing. It looks really, really good. Who uh whoever designed the artwork really did a nice job. Um but yeah. it um so is it just a matter now of of getting it uh mastered? Is the mix pretty much set and so it's just a matter of the final master? Yep, we uh, we finished the mix. We've got everything in that we need, and then it was sent out. Um, one of my preferred uh, mastering companies is Black Belt, so we had that sent out, and uh, it should hopefully, you know, again, fingers crossed, if there are no complications, uh, be back later tonight, um, if not early next week. So wow, uh, I am so looking and, forward and Brandy, to doing I am, that. I am so excited for you. I, I, oh, I really, tru- I really truly mean that. I'm absolutely thrilled and excited, and I think um, if this gets the right kind of push in the right places, this is the, it's a star making. It really is a star making uh, product for you because it's like I said, it's it. I, I'm not going to give away too much, but there's so much there's such a respect for the original and then it just takes off into this place where your brand and your representation just it's great i i really am and i've been really honored to be a small part of that i mean as far as bouncing ideas off of and and that kind of thing because you know i you're somebody i really want to see succeed and you deserve it oh 
Thank you. Yeah, well, and, I mean, I'm always I'm always going to bounce my ideas off of you because like you're the you're my go-to person. It's like you're my vocal coach and you like you're what I want to aspire to in music because you're just so confident and you're so good on stage and yeah. So, I mean, I'm always you're always going to get the sneak peeks of what's coming out, but uh I, and just, I, no and spoilers. I really, That's all I ask. And I am, <laughs> I am I am truly 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 excited. Uh let me see. Uh, we don't have any new callers yet, but I, I'm hoping that everybody's enjoying this. Um, I had a good listening, uh, a listening amount last week, so I'm hoping that this this takes off. I know that, you know, it's it's kind of weird when you do something like this. Uh, you always either get people that are super supportive, or people that go, "Ow, oh, it should have been me." Why, I, you know? Well. I mean, it's it always, Friday midweek, you know, or Friday midday, too, so, you know, yeah. people work, it was, yeah, I get I, it, it, it was tough. Cool. It's so hard, because I couldn't figure out what time slot would actually be the best for this, and I'm like, well, it's it's 5 o'clock on the East Coast, and 2 o'clock here, so, but then again, people, you know, can go to, uh, to the link, and I believe they can listen to this at any time, even after it's done, so... Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, so it's not it's not totally like finished and and it's done, but uh I think they can uh I really believe the uh world movement has made it where like a lot of these are archived, you can listen to them and that kind of thing. So, but um so what does Brandywine do for fun when she's not making music? So singing doesn't count, right? <laughs> um, uh, besides, you know, being the, the music side of stuff, um, which let's face it, that's an addiction. So it's an everyday thing. Um, uh, a lot of people don't know this about me. Some do. Um, I actually am a professional mermaid. So um, I swim in a monofin and um, wear tail skin. And uh, I think there was one other uh, famous artist that did a music video in one, although I don't know if she actually swam in it. But um, so I I like doing that. I like going in the ocean and uh, doing uh, snorkeling or scuba uh, with a tail because the monofin helps you to propel faster. Um, And oddly enough, animals are less afraid of you. Um, so if you're in the water and you have the monofin on the fish and things aren't quite as leery, uh, which is great. But um, so I do that. Um, I do gardening, uh, although I didn't so, do so great okay. this past summer. Half of my plants are dead. I, 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 must, <laughs> I, I must ask: Do you yeah. do the do you do the mermaid uh, situation like in? parks or rivers or swimming pools or i mean where how where do you feel comfortable doing that so um i used to i will stress used to because once i started doing music as a, a, my full-time profession i kind of took a back seat to that um was i would get hired out for private events or birthday parties um, so you had to have like this whole backstory about who you are, where you're from, uh, whenever you did like a kiddies party type thing. But, okay. um, sometimes there were, uh, 
like bands performing or something and they just wanted to have a couple of girls dressed up as mermaids on the water feature out front while they perform swimming around or um some of my friends do the the renaissance fairs and things um have had the well, opportunity you, to be hired can you how do you um, walk in that how do you walk in that outfit oh you don't you don't you have um you either have to get ready at the site and someone help you have like an area where you can hide and then you okay. kind of ungracefully roll into the water um or you have what we call a merhandler so you have a person whose only job is to lift you up and carry you from point a to point b while you smile and wave at everybody <laughs> i um i think that's wild uh I, I mean, wow. it fits in with the diva attitude, so. <laughs> okay. Well, I was going to say, do you have, like, I, you know, I, I can picture you, like, like Cleopatra, where they're like, let them eat, let them eat grapes, you know, where <laughs> you're carried on a, on a, on a big bed or something and with your, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, no, it's I, fine. I mean, some of my friends and I joked around about uh, taking their, they have a uh, 2022 pickup that they just got, and us lining the back and then filling it with water and decorating it with seaweed and shells and, like, all the, the paraphernalia that we can get to make it, like, ocean-themed, and then just drive around city with me and a couple of my friends in the back, flipping our tails and waving at people. Um, just because shock factor, we were like, "Oh, that'd be fun. We could totally freak some people out." But um, yeah, it got it got a little too cold for that before we we moved forward with it. But you know, you never know. Ideas for next summer still might happen. Um, but so what uh, is okay? Yeah. So I have to I have to ask. Um, yeah. And, and because I know a lot of you know a lot of people enjoy cosplay. You know, they go to the, the comic cons and. You know, I I do the same thing. I I'm 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 a total geek. I will lay that out. I am a <laughs> massive geek, and I go to the comic cons. And one of the things I love to do is dressing up. Um, so what is what what does it feel like to do that? And what I mean <clears throat> with mermaid. Or with you, cosplay yeah, in general, because I am one of those dorks too. <laughs> okay, I, I see, love, we get along so guns. well. We could do a dork yeah, tour. Um, <laughs> yeah, totally, man. I, I'm, I'm all about it. I have no problem with costumes. Um, yeah. As a matter of fact, next weekend my band is performing, and I'm going to be in my your costume, uh, which is from a newer anime that's called uh, Spy Family. So, okay. Like this really meek, quiet girl who in secret is an assassin. So, uh, yeah, oh, no, I, I mean, I've, again, theater, you know, they, they, they kind of, I don't know, plant the seed when you, you start theater when you're young and you're yep. like, I can't let that go. How else can I feel this need? So, right. uh, comic cons and conventions are the easiest thing to go to. Um, and it's so much fun. I mean, who doesn't want to dress up and pretend to be someone else for a day and act silly and, you know, right. look at all I the, the cool actually, stuff they sell? I think, and, I, have a, I think I might have a caller. I'm going to check. Okay. Hey, let me see. It's spinning. Hello? 
Hello, I just thought I'd chime back in and listen a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> we we were we were talking about things that you would probably have some great input on, and and we were talking about how streaming has changed the music business, and you know, uh, it's it's a great advantage for fans, but not necessarily, uh, you know, maybe labels are. It's a little bit harder for labels, and maybe. I don't know if it's harder for artists because that means they have a way of putting their music on platforms pretty quick as well, I guess. What do you think? Uh, I think the industry has changed so much over the years, and I think it's it's a, a plus for artists because, well, let me say this. There used to be a time where you couldn't even have a studio unless you had over a hundred and some thousand dollars. Now, now ten thousand dollars or less, you could have a home recording studio uh, that produced digital quality. You know, digital quality, digital quality. So now, it's like artists have the ability to through the streaming and through all that to get music, hundreds of thousands of songs are released daily. So if the people don't know about the song, then what did you really do? But in that whole right. transition, you have a whole generation of people that are computer savvy versus a lot of old school rock R&B artists from different generations. They're not com- as computer savvy, so they're missing out on the whole social media situation and the different right. ways that you could, you know, promote your music. Because before, you know, it's basically – uh, a brick and mortar, you would have uh, your advertisement on the side of a building or a billboard or a bus bench or something. But now, you know, it's a, it's a whole lot different. So I kind of feel sorry for a lot of old school artists that's not really computer lit. But then again, like I said, without, you know, banging that one, you know, there's good and bad things to it. But, I, you know, you just have to stay in tune with what's happening, man. You got you to gotta get off the bleachers and get in the game, basically. Well, and that's where, like, a lot of people, you'll hear independent artists saying, oh, I can do this without a label. I don't need a label. They're pointless. That's where labels come in. They understand how to navigate all that. They understand how to get you heard. So you're not just making music for your family and your five friends. So, um, I mean, even, even myself, I, you know, I was doing this for a while before I came on board with you guys, but my Spotify went from like 25 people up to, you know, 2,500, um, a few, you know, a month after being with you guys because of your promotions and, you know, the advertising and whatnot that you do. Um, so, I mean, it really is crucial for an artist if they really do want to quote unquote, make it, um, and, you know, to have that help. So I don't I don't really think yeah. those that labels are outdated everybody, in any everybody, way, shape or form. Yeah. Everybody needs a team. Everybody needs a team because yeah. if people could do it by themselves, everybody would be doing it by themselves. But that's impossible. You hear people saying, Well, yeah. I could do that myself. Yeah, right. Whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean you got marketing, distribution, the art creators. Um, you know, it, all of the channels you have to go through just to make sure the music is prepped and primed and ready to go and the social platforms and, and, which, and yeah, which, and I, which, I can't and see one person ever doing that. I, and let's be honest, one of the major benefits of being signed to a label 
is to be able to say you're signed to a label because that means somebody somewhere believes in you enough to to bring you under their umbrella. And that speaks volumes, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, like I said, I don't slam anybody that's making music out of, you know, out of their own studio, you know. And there's, like Lamont said, hundreds of songs released every day, if not more. Mm-hmm. But there's something about being able to say, I have this record label in our in our case we have world movement records they've got our back and right. that that does that does speak volumes um so that come with, that ready. come with relations that come that comes with relationships too michael you know um there's a lot of companies and then there's a lot of people come and go i'm sure you know as artists you know that's come and go but Mm-hmm. There's only a few that stand the test of time, man. You know, and yeah. that comes with relationships, yeah. man. You meet people over the years. You you meet people. Yep. Right. Well, you guys, I want to thank you guys for being here. Uh, Lamont, obviously, all of your wisdom, expertise, uh, mentorship, I, I just value and respect you so much. And, um, I'm so glad to be part of what's happening with World Movement. And I've even got Olivia and Stan. Uh, they were both here. And, and just having knowing you guys have my back is amazing. Uh, Brandy, I just adore you. And I am so excited for 2019. I'm so excited to see where your music is going to take you. Um, I know that you put a lot of time and energy into what you're doing. And it really shows in the finished product. And, um, yeah, and I just love you as a person. And I can't really say that about a lot of people, but you're one I can. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. I, I love you you guys too. And, you know, and you guys can put up with, you're my family. Well, love you. I love you guys. Put up with, I'm going to close with a song and, uh, that's, that's it. Huh? Not live. Yeah, oh I got. I was gonna say I gotta get. I gotta get going too. So. All right. Well, everybody, thank you take for having care. me. Thank I appreciate it. Thank you so much it. for listening. Uh, and uh, I'll be back next to uh, next Friday, and I believe my guest is going to be Michael White. Michael White from Florida, uh, who's an entertainer in Florida, and uh, yeah, we have a lot in common, and it's going to be a good show. Thank you all for listening. I want to thank you for taking time to uh, check out Taking Center Stage with me, uh, Michael Cagle. And thank you again to World Movement uh, for this opportunity. I appreciate you guys. And here's my closing song. I hope you guys like it. Uh, I will see you guys next week. There's a voice inside my head saying, you'll never reach it. Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels lost with no direction. My faith is shaking and I gotta keep trying, gotta 
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.